the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, the station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. Super glad to be with you on this Monday edition of Lifeline. Super, super, super glad to be with you. My name is Jesse Gisband. I'll be keeping you company for another hour and 50 minutes. If you if you have a question or something you want to talk about, you think is really uh, worthy of tens of thousands of listeners um, ear hustling in on what you have to say, the number is one triple eight three six seven five three two nine one eight 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 three six seven five three two nine on this November twenty eighth two thousand and twenty two. We're almost into December. We are now beginning to work through the doctrine of the incarnation. The uh, assumption of our human nature by our Lord and Savior, the only Lord of heaven and earth, Jesus the Christ at Grace Bible Church, of which I am the pastor here in Hayward, and uh, filled with a whole bunch of people that know God, love God, and seeking to know God and seeking to love God as well. And we're one of those churches, as many of you know, that we don't mind pushing the envelope and telling you the truth about what's going on in your world. It's called being prophetic. Um, the church must be relevant and talk to the subject matters that pertain to the totality of your life, not just the peripheral, let's say, spiritual dimension of your life. We must be prophetic as well as priestly. So we're oft, always found preaching and teaching the gospel. But we're also expounding the word of God and warning you about the wicked ways of our world system and how you and I must not be sucked in, brought into bondage and trapped like our dear brother Samson has ultimately surmised, succumbed to the seductions and temptations of Delilah and the Philistines. That's where the church is. That's where many believers are today, strapped, bound, tied down, unable to speak, unable to act or perform in terms of their identity and their calling. And I got a suspicion, you guys, I just have a funny suspicion that for a lot of people, they just are not quite sure what's going on. They can't quite put their hand on the pulse of what's taking place today. They know something ain't right, but they're not quite sure what it is. And they should know, particularly if they're part of biblical communities or communities where the word of God is taught. Uh, we actually know that our adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We also know that the whole world lies in the lap of the wicked one. We know furthermore that as we move into the latter days where we are, things will become more dark, more bleak, much more 
solemn, chaotic, confusing, confusing and, uh, and, and corrupting in terms of spirituals and morals. We know Romans 1 lays out a pathology of human nature that abandons the true and the living God and takes up false gods and false idols, basically created in the image of man and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And we know the natural order of things falls apart whenever we reject God's word. And that's where you and I are today. There's so many things going on in our world. I don't even know where to begin, except that you and I are not out of this dystopian mandate, you know, called uh, the pandemic. We're not out of that. You you're starting to hear again from the Biden administration, all kinds of bizarre and crazy implications. I mean, you know, your president has said some things since he's been in office that have been just out outright. Not only lies, because we know they have been, but they're just irrational propositions. So um, they're telling you again, Mr. Mr. Biden is telling you again that you, after all of this time of submitting to your government and trusting your government and getting the jab once and getting it twice and getting the booster after all of these times, you're now being considered by your president as unvaccinated if you don't go out and get this um, this prevalent or this this new booster vaccine. He says you are just as if you had never been vaccinated before. He's uh, jabbed before and you are in danger of dying. I mean, it's it's an outright just ridiculous, absurd statement that he's making. But his goal is to scare you again, because apparently the propaganda of fear works all around the world, as has been stated by Orson Welles and many others. And uh, here we go again. They want to scare you. They want you to go out and get the uh, flu vaccine and get the get the COVID vaccine and the so-called triple vaccine as well. And if you don't, as Biden just stated in a short news excerpt that uh, you will die needlessly if you don't get this vaccine. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is a flat out unscientific lie. But they don't care. They want to continue to bind you. They continue. They want to continue to control you. They want to continue to propagandize you and create fear and confusion and chaos. And uh, and, and they're already doing that. And, and the fact of the matter is, there's so many people exposing that this particular debacle called a, a vaccine is making people even more sick. I'm sitting here looking at about seven articles the Biden administration's announcement that you aren't even vaccinated, even if you're up to four boosters, because of what I told you last year. You remember how I talked to you about the hamster wheel, that once you get on this hamster wheel, you will never stop running. You got to just keep going in every six months and getting the jab. Got to keep getting the jab, keep getting the jab, keep getting the jab forever. You're supposed to be on a regiment of a vaccine immunized society. But what we know, in fact, the matter is that people are getting more and more sick, not less and less sick, more and more sick. All of you know people out there who have been jabbed three or four or five times, you know, taking a hit for the for the team, as they put it in uh, euphemistic terms. And they're ill and sick and hurting. You know that by now. And uh, your main media outlet won't let you know one person that has been harmed by the vaccine. Now, you know you're living in a dystopian society when you've got this kind of agenda that's going on worldwide. 
a uh, product and a practice that has never, ever been fully tested. And no one's admitting that somebody's getting sick on this, although you're seeing it every day. And, and maybe some of you are listening to me and saying, Pastor, uh, yep, I take it several times and I'm not well at all. You might want to help some of your dear brothers and sisters who are still somewhat uh, suspicious of uh, the position that many of us are taking and affirm it. You're not well. one 888 In addition to that, they want to stuff this junk into our children. It's absolutely insane. Let me see. What do I have in front of us? I have a speech from uh, from uh, Klaus Schwab. It's a bizarre speech that he did at Davos, the G20 group. These are the folks that for real and have been around for dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of years controlling your world, uh, implementing strategies of global governance This is where your president goes to get his instructions and then come back here to betray the American people. It's true. It's true. You can be mad at me if you want to, but it's true. You're a president's plural. Go get their instructions and come back and plop it down on American citizens. We're not free. I'm looking at another amazing article of the Chinese in Beijing and other places rising up in rebellion against the COVID policies that have been placed on them. I'm going to read one of them when we come back. And I'm kind of thinking maybe if our people wake up, they will go to the streets, too, and tell their government their politicians, their mayor, we're not doing it anymore. We're not going to go through this crazy, insane shutdown, lockdown, fear tactic anymore. It's already divided our families, our loved ones, our friends, separated us. It's already destroyed jobs and homes and it's already messed up minds. Our kids have uh, contemplated and engaged in suicide at a thousand percent. Sicknesses are up everywhere, 80 percent across the different age groups in so many levels. You ought to hear what the embalmers are saying that they're finding inside the bodies of those who are dying from the vaccines. I have an an absolutely horrifying but an essential presentation I'll share with you concerning that. It's it's crazy. Then you got good doctors like in Israel. Dr. Levy is exposing Israel and Pfizer for having hidden the horrible data that they knew was taking place in Israel. And those Israel is like 97 percent vaccinated. They're sick and dying, too. You would never hear that in the major media outlets. And guess what? As we get ready to take a break, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is leaving now the administration, was asked just recently, what papers, what what peer reviewed papers are out there that gives factual justification for mask mandates? And guess what? He couldn't cite one. The man that told you to wear two and three masks. Uh, He couldn't cite one real legitimate peer reviewed article. Now, I told you this about six months ago that him, Dr. Barrick and a few other persons um, had made up the whole issue of social distancing, six feet and wearing masks and all that. And they. They, they got the model from China. And so China is right now in our face, but there's no science behind it. And, and so people are walking in abject fear. It's a real, a real, again, a real kind of a dystopian reality that's setting in. Lot, things are changing in your world and mine. And this is what Daniel 725 says. And he shall speak great words against the most high. Who is that? This is that diabolical system of antichrist, the devil uh, working through world powers to oppose a biblical worldview. And he will speak great words against the most high and shall wear out the saints. 
I used to talk about this all the time. And the saints are being worn out and he shall think to change times and laws and seasons. Well, that's where we are with the great reset. You're in it. If you're working every day, you're hearing about these policies. You are being imposed upon by them and they're they're wreaking havoc in your life. I'd love to talk about it with you. one 367 5329 Remember one word as we continue in our program. Propaganda versus the truth. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistan. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are. The time is 520 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. I said before we went to the break, two words you want to keep in mind. The truth. And propaganda. Those are the two parameters in which we are operating in the world and have been since the beginning of time. Was it propaganda or was it the truth when the serpent tempted Eve in Genesis 3 verses 1 through 6? Was he telling the truth or was he modifying the truth significantly enough to create um, a false vision upon which our first parents succumb in rebellion against God's gracious warning that if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will certainly die. Did not Satan essentially say that God was a liar? He's not true. Uh, and if you actually do what God tells you not to do, you will actually advance in your life and be like God. Isn't that what he really said? Of course. But he framed it in a way that tickled her emotions and it kind of stimulated her pride. It also ran up her motivational system to be curious about rebelling against God to see what would happen. And she did it. And here we are. We are always struggling with truth over against propaganda. You have been propagandized for the last several years. And in fact, we have been propagandized as propagandized as a nation for, look, a good 80 years now. Um. I was uh, speaking with my dear friend and uh, the father-in-law of my daughter, Rachel, Mr. David Tran. If you guys remember that fascinating story that he told about his own uh, experience in Vietnam and the Vietnam War. And when David closed, if you guys recall, one of the things he said was when he was captured by Viet Cong, by the communists of Viet Cong, he said, this was the first time I looked propaganda in the face. Now, you recall what he had stated? Do you recall? Propaganda is when they lie to you, lie to you, lie to you about all the good they will do, everything helpful, everything to make you better, everything to make you more productive. You're going to uh, love life in the new world order. You're going to be free of the burdens and troubles. We are rising to a new utopia. We are going to be homo deus. We're going to be godlike human beings, and we're going to be homo novus. We're going to be brand new human beings. This is what you've been told. And, and you and I must admit, we're often enamored in a very fantastic way by, by all this new technology and all this new convenience technology that basically is uh, nudging us. Now, remember the word nudging. For those of you who know the propaganda, nudging means moving us like sheep into a pathway that's not good for us, but doing it in a way that doesn't alarm us. You and I are being nudged into total 
control. The number is one 367 Listen to the opening remarks of um, the recent G20 Davos meeting that happened a couple of days ago. I forget what country it is. But you do know, as I have stated to you, that all of your major leaders that are part of the global agenda, that would be George W. Bush, that would be Bill Clinton, that would be uh, Obama, that would be um, Biden and Kamala. And uh, we're not sure, but we'll find out soon whether or not it also includes uh, people like Donald Trump. It is not everybody in the world, but your major media outlet will not let you see the countries that are opposing the system. But there are countries like Africa. I love Africa because in many parts of Africa, they're getting it and they're opposing it, but not here in America. America is slated for absolute Chinese model takeover. Now, listen to the way they open up in this first plenary session in um, in Davos here. This is uh, I think the moderator is Richard Quest. He's an anchor and correspondent CNN to CNN. And what that means is your major news outlets are all part of it. They know what's going on. Here's how it opens. He says, now the world order is on the verge of profound change. The world order is on the verge of profound change. No empire government or economic system lasts indefinitely. Now he's quoting scripture for sure, because the crown doesn't endure forever. He goes on to say, and history's greatest societies all have experienced similar cycles of peace and prosperity before collapsing after periods of depression, revolution and war. What was he saying? He was saying the West is on the verge of collapse. Do you believe that? Well, here's what you must believe. I know all of my life I've been observing us dealing with gradual states of depression, revolution and war for sure. And depression hit us big time during this pandemic. If you know, he goes on to say three dynamics are influencing the emergence of the new global order. You see how they're blatantly saying it? First, the long term debt and capital markets cycle. Now, what he's saying there, ladies and gentlemen, is probably operating over most people's head because we don't care about how deeply indebted our nation has gotten and our governments have placed us in the tunes of tens of trillions of dollars. We don't care. But what that basically means is that you, me, our children, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren are slaves to the system. And though we work, so much of it is taken out in taxes and in the loss of the value of the dollar that we're basically slaves. He goes on to say, and then there is a second phenomenon called the internal order and disorder event. Now, what does he mean by internal order and disorder? He's talking about the conflict that goes on in politics because I've talked to you about that before. It's called the left-right narrative. This is why you might as well give up on uh, pro-Republican, anti-Democrat, or vice versa, because they're really working for the same team, even though it's hard to see that they're still advancing toward the same goal. The internal order and disorder is about creating chaos, creating conflict, creating tension, creating arguments and debates, by raising up new policies that they know that people will be against, like this whole diversity, equity and inclusion thing by which we are changing the very nature of the binary structure of males and females. And you know, you know we've talked about this at length. 
It says such as changing cultural norms. That's what I'm talking about. And political discord. And then he says, third, there's the external order and disorder, such as the creation of new tech and economic hubs fueled by regional unicorns. The migration between virtual and physical spaces of wealth and assets. Do you know what he's talking about now? You probably don't. We are over with in terms of national sovereignties. This is like all of the stuff you're seeing about what's going on in Ukraine and the wars and the conflicts and making Putin the boogeyman. All of this is a scam. And the whole idea of somehow, you know, America and and, and you'll notice in your major media outlets, will you not, that America is really kind of viewed almost always as the the evil big brother that needs to be put in this place. And and all of our resources and all of our goods need to be taken from us because we have managed our blessings in such a bad way. They need to be distributed around the world. This is what you're dealing with, with Biden having shut down the um, oil reserves and now wants to kind of open them back up because of the impact that they're wreaking upon the American citizens. This is all by design. I know you don't want to believe it, but I'm just telling it to you because when my job is done, my conscience will be clear. He goes on to say, he says, not only such as the creation of new tech and economic hubs fueled by regional unicorns, but the migration between virtual and physical spaces of wealth and assets, the energy, resource, and supply chain crunches. COVID-19 and new pandemics. You know what he just stated? More pandemics are coming. Then he goes on to use the term war and above all the impending threat of cataclysmic environmental destruction. What is he saying? He's saying you guys are going to have to eat the lie of global warming, which you cannot verify, but it's going to impact you and me at every sphere of our economic life. So here comes the new religion. This here is your new age religion of Mother Earth. And everybody is about to actually be uh, hurled into the pen of absolute total control via technology. And a good portion of the world is going to want to do it because it loves being uh, it loves being lulled to sleep by the candy and the goodies of the government. This was tested when the pandemic started. When the pandemic started, they were able to get many people to get jabbed by promising them lollipops and and hamburgers and French fries and other things. How adolescent is that for us to be wide open to something that had the potential and actually the reality now of doing so much harm, so much harm that you will never hear about it in the media. So much harm that only the parents and loved ones and friends and relationships that have had to see the awful uh, consequences have to live with it in in quietness because your government won't acknowledge it. But we all lined up. Well, not me and not many of us, but most of us as Americans did. And we're suffering the consequences. Guess what this guy is saying? More is coming. More is coming. Now, you're going to do the same thing that you did last time. Or are you going to wake up to the reality that your government has you on a trajectory for the new world order? And that means you are going to be the slave of somebody else other than God. one 367 one Yep, I have more to talk about. I'll be right back. 
And now back to Lifeline. Indeed, we are three lines open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Looking forward to talking with you. One triple eight one eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. Let's get some more listeners on the line, callers on the line, rather, so that we can begin to have the discussion. I am reading an opening welcome from one of the plenary sessions at the G twenty Davos meeting recently, where Klaus Schwab and uh, Trudeau is there. Your president and others are sitting up getting their marching artists on how to um, bring the whole of the world together and into a one world government, as you read in, Dan- in Revelation chapter 17. And the ten horns shall give their power to one for one hour and make war against the lamb. This is Revelation 17 around verse 14. But the lamb shall overcome them and those that are with him are called faithful and true. So are you with the lamb or not? And if you're not, you'll know it because you'll sound like the beast system. You'll sound exactly like this world system and you'll submit to it and you will affirm it and you will Submit to it and you will affirm it. And that's what they want you to do. This is why they're controlling the way uh, narratives go and punishing those of us who are in disagreement with it. Unless you submit to the beast and say what they say, you won't be able to buy or sell. This is where you are. Now, listen to how he begins to close it out after he says COVID-19 and new pandemics are coming war and above all the impending threat of cataclysmic environmental destruction. You know what that that is? That's the propaganda and fantasy of global warming. Next, here's what he says. What can we expect from the new global order? Can governments and businesses mitigate internal and external discords? Do you hear what he just said? Can we stop the conflicts that go on between nations? There are a lot of people that want to go, yeah, let's try to get this done. I warn you. First Thessalonians chapter five says when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as a woman in travail and as a thief in the night. So those of us who are buying into the notion of world peace, what you're buying into is a work on the part of the wicked one to destroy a good portion of the world and then to control the rest. This is where we're headed. Notice what it says. Can governments and businesses mitigate internal and external discourse to minimize the risk of globalized societal collapses? Can a new global order bring forth, listen now, an economic system? That improves productivity, health, 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 and living standards without worsening systemic inequities and instabilities. Now, this is called a leading argument in anyone who understands propaganda and how to nudge you towards a conclusion that they want you to buy into. Can Can there be a new global order that brings forth economic systems that improve productivity, health and living standards without worsening systemic inequities and instabilities? Here's the answer. It can if the uh, the powers that be that have almost all the money and that are working with the levers of authority in the realm of technology and traitorous politicians against their country to develop a conglomerate or what is called a corporatocracy. And that is the partnership of big tech and government imposing itself upon the citizens and destroying the distinctions of nations and their sovereignty and their right for self-governance and making this a global world order. 
That's where we're headed. And the sort of litmus test, ladies and gentlemen, for that was what you saw for the last two and a half years where the nations of the world tried to walk in lockstep. And some of you guys know that term by now and function as a one world governmental system for the purpose of healthcare in the area of disease and pandemics. Now that they kind of, you know, wrestled through that as a as a group of bumbling three stooges, which is really what happened. They're going to move into another stranglehold where we're going to be compelled as people to have to submit to all these governments working together to solve a problem that they created. And we're going to be conditioned to the governments of the world being forced to actually collaborate um, free of sovereignty, free of boundaries. Now you can see why they are so hostile against a kind of Donald Trump's message of America first. You can see that because the goal is to advance us into um, the eradication of nation states and just turn this into a big old corporatocracy, big tech, big business, big banking. And the representatives of our country uh, being part of these G20, maybe soon G30 nations, where they just get all their marching orders from one place. And then we have an international court system, an international judicial system, an international governance system, an international medical system, an international banking system, for which if you're still listening to me, and I'm glad you are. On my list, as I'm looking at my list here, guess what I've come to discover? Yep, New York has already started using the digital currency banking system model that comes from China. Yeah, you don't have to believe it, but uh, if, if there's a, a monicum of interest and in you, go look it up. New York is already using and, and doing a trial run on digital currency. We already told you it was coming. See, this thing that, that, that we keep calling a pandemic was just the beginning of the restructuring that you've heard this guy in the meeting give as an introduction. We talked about this, too, before. Yuri Bismanov, I've shared that with you. The ex-KGB Russian agent told us back in around 1984-85 that uh, in 40 years, uh, Marxist socialist agendas can infiltrate, they can uh, permeate, they can subvert your government and take it over and bring you into some of the craziest kind of uh, control factors uh, that, that, that we have ever known. He says it starts off by lying to you, propaganda, and you buying the lie. And the, and, the, and the lies lead to a life of demoralization. And that's what you and I have been going through for the last 50 or 60 years. There's no way in the world, you who are listening to me, that you can believe that we are all right spiritually. There's no way in the world that you can tell me we are all right spiritually and that God is pleased with our nation. Not when you read Romans 1 clearly. There's no way for you to say that. And if you ask the question, how did we get here? It was because we were lied to and bought the lie for the last 50, 60 years under entertainment and materialism. And Romans 1 has systematically unfolded. We have changed the image of the true and the living God into an image made like under four-footed beasts, creeping things, and mankind. We have exchanged the truth of God for a lie. 
And I know some of that resonates with you because you've you've heard enough truth over the years. But what you don't realize is that it's operating at the most invasive levels right now, relentlessly. Everything you hear in the media is a reflection of Revelation chapter 13. And he shall open his mouth and speak great swelling words against the most high. And the second beast will make an image of the beast and and force everyone to bow down and worship it. And what does that mean? Mimic it. Mimic it. You hear the mimicking of this new world order coming out of all your politicians, your educators, your media, um, your athletes, your uh, all of that, your entertainers. And, and then obviously you hear it coming out of people uh, in your closest circles. This is the image of the beast, the false prophet and the image of the beast starting to take on uh, tangible form in the souls of men and women who are being conformed to this world system. This is where you are. This is where we are. And you're seeing what they had anticipated and needed to do. A great divide is taking place among citizens in America and in Europe and around the world. They need that to happen. They want you to be on their team. They want you to buy into the lie. This is what God meant in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 9 through 11. And God shall give them over to a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. All those that have pleasure in unrighteousness, he shall give them over to a strong delusion that they should believe or not believe a lie because they did not have a love for the truth that they might be saved. And thus we are dealing with now a system full of lies. You already know it intuitively in your soul. You just can't quite prove it because you you haven't necessarily been committed to a pursuit of looking the beast in his face and admitting that maybe you have been hoodwinked and, and duped into it, too. But here's where we all are. This is where you are. This is where I am. This is where we are. We're dealing with a system of lies. And it's so blatant that they can lie to us with impunity because our, our judicial system, our government government systems are not willing to punish them for their betrayal of trust to the American people. Now, I'm speaking out because in a minute I will not be speaking. That's just the way that it goes. You, you need to know that. I'm so glad to be able to do it right now. So if I'm able to wake one person up, happy about it. Happy about it. one 367 one need a few more callers calling in so we can have some conversation in the second hour. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. You're listening to Jesse Gistan. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. And again, two lines are open. one 367 If you want to have a conversation about me, where you are in your world, where the world is in your life, where you are, with your walk with God. These are not small matters. They're not small matters. The value values advocacy council group. This is a group of brothers and sisters out there in San Jose with uh, Pastor McClure. Um, and they have just been yeoman in their work at trying to wake up Christians uh, on the political level because of the things that are happening to our country. Um, and they have a message that they are presenting. And I just want to share a bit of it with you. And uh, we need to pray for them and every other uh, group of believers who are moving in a position of recognizing that we have just a few more minutes before there's nothing else we can do. This is called How Do We Save Our County? And How Do We Save Our State? And How Do We Save Our Nation? Those are great questions. The vast majority of Christians are asleep. 
war, as you're about to read, on the other side. Keeping America free and protecting our children's future and liberties by taking back our nation is solely dependent upon one thing. This is what they said. Waking up fellow Christians. Waking up fellow Christians. I would agree with that. That's why Jesus came. He blew the trumpet. John the Baptist blew the trumpet. The prophets blew the trumpet. But sleeping Christians don't want to hear it. As you well know, they say there are thousands of fellow Christians, churches and pastors who are either passively not taking action or are just ignorantly voting the wrong way. Statistics seem to indicate that two out of three Christians don't vote. That's about 40 million Christians. And of those who do vote, often do not vote God's values. This has been my experience on this program from day one. And those who do vote often do not vote God's values. He goes on to say, but the odds are against us. Sometimes fellow Christians have been misled into thinking that we, the Christian activists for liberty and godly laws, are intolerant bigots, evil fascists, or supremacists, or all of the above. They've been misled by the CCP. They don't even know what that is, my dear brother, or Davos. They don't know what that is, or Soros-funded mainstream media and the government agencies. They have been misled by CCP. This here is the uh, Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party. Davos is the group of G20 uh, nations where our leaders are betraying us, coming to the table and developing policies that I just talked to you about for almost 40 minutes. And then Soros. George Soros is only one of a bunch of multi-billionaires that are shaping the trajectory of the global agenda. Funding the mainstream media and the government agencies, these are the mouths of the beast, the image of the beast that speaks great swelling lies to deceive the masses. The left is so successful that they've been able to fool even our own kids. That's exactly right. Of course, they've infiltrated public schools, the unions, the movies, the news, the libraries, and everything in between. Yet, reaching and convincing thousands of fellow Christians out there that they need to become active politically seems impossible. Of course, the easiest way to combat the decline of our nation would be if all the evangelical pastors in our town would stop being passive and start preaching the whole gospel, which includes taking back and ensuring we have a moral government. But sadly, after decades of trying, we've found that most pastors are AWOL, afraid, worried about their numbers or at the mercy of church boards. And worse, they're deceived and they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. That's me speaking. They're deceived and they love money more than the approval of God. Now, the only way to get the Christians in those churches to go is to go get them directly. Now, this is what they're talking about. I want you to hear it. We have to bypass their pastors and priests and infiltrate churches with truth. Like Jonah and the rest of the prophets of old, we must do something similar, standing on street corners and preaching that destruction will come upon us if we do not repent and take action against injustice. 
Now, that is a very plausible conclusion that the values values advocacy group is deploying. That's a very plausible position. What if judgment is already here on the brink? What if the abomination that make it desolate uh, is almost completely standing in the holy place. What if, in fact, the neo-Jerusalem of America and um, and the West is already being surrounded by the corporatocracy of the Antichrist system? If we don't say something to you guys, your blood is on our hand. But how do we get to the church? Standing on the street doesn't work as well today, but could we do something equivalent? Ever picked up a free news magazine in a restaurant or newsstand? These are actually read despite the move towards all digital media. People see catchy pictures and articles and pick them up. Why do you think you see them everywhere? What if we could use these magazines to gather like-minded people and teach them biblical principles of government and then gather them to make changes in our valley? In other words, VAC is going to start doing publication, and I completely support them on that. They're getting ready to engage in getting out the data, getting out the news, getting out information by means of a publication. It's called Christian News Magazine, California Christian News Magazine. There's a whole lot more to be said here, but that's their objective. They want to actually create a publication. And why not? The B system is doing it everywhere. My prayer is that not only would it be in print, but that we would be able to employ it through all the measures of social media so that we can begin uh, at least leveraging the facts about what's going on in the deceptive system that's crushing uh, Christians and, and binding them and shutting their mouth. I would love to see open debates, open discussions. I would love to see Dr. Bhattacharya and Dr. Kiriati and Dr. Atlas and, and all of the good people for frontline doctors. I'd love to see all these folks being able to have debates with all of these compromising scientists who have bought into the Fauci globalist system. I'd love to see that because then people would wake up. But as it is right now, ladies and gentlemen, when your media is monopolized, which is a CCP tactic, when your media is monopolized by a lie, then it has the guarantee of shaping the nations. That's called propaganda of shaping the nations and particularly your children and the thinking that they can be Christian and homosexual. They can be Christian and, and bi and they can be Christian and gay and they can be Christian and new age and they can be Christian and be witches and warlocks and goblins and they can be Christian and be trans. They can be everything that the word of God says. The reason for which we are born again is to be new creatures creatures in Christ, not old creatures in Adam one, not the carnal expression of perverse self-mutilation and the destruction of our identity at the physical level, not a violation of God's law that makes it clear that there is to be a distinction between males and females, and we are not to create confusion in the area of this kind of phenotype. And yet our this generation is almost completely swallowed up in that lie right now. There are a lot of reasons for it. But one of the biggest ones is, is that we've got lukewarm Christians in our world that have no energy whatsoever, no motivational drive to stand for the truth. Uh, It's a sad thing to see, but it's true. 
They have no love for the truth that they might be saved and therefore are willing to tell their fellow man that they're going down the wrong path. This is where we are today. America has been preconditioned to buy into the lie and Christians are now passive and quiet and ignorant and undiscerning and uh, controlled by the beast system. That's uh, sadly where we are today. And when someone speaks up and speaks out like Vody Bauckham or yours truly, or even brother John MacArthur and a few others, then we're extremists. We're, we're extremists. We're not we're not preaching love like you hear in some of these big ministries. We need to preach love and good news. I don't love you if I see you perishing and don't let you know it. I don't love you if I know that the jab that you're about to take has a higher capacity rate of harming you than for you to go through COVID natural and let your own immune system work you through it and boost you up ready for anything else that would be even greater. I don't love you if I know that and don't tell you. I don't love you if I just let you sit there and imbibe a lie. I do not love you. And love doesn't always feel good. They hated him because he told them the truth. And as Psalm 109 verse 4 puts it, for my love, they became my adversaries. Now that's that's your call, Christian. Those of you who are listening to me and, and jiving with me and can hear me and, and resonate with what I'm saying, you, you have to know you got to keep talking. Your relatives and friends are not going to like you. They're going to divide from you. They're going to separate from you. And this next uh, pandemic that's coming is right around the corner. The next pressure that's coming is going to be a nasty taste in the mouth of a lot of Christians because they're going to remember what this crazy African-American preacher has been saying on the Monday show for three years now and actually for many decades now concerning the deception of this world system. It's going to be a nasty taste in the mouth of a lot of people because deep down in their conscience, they're going to know. They're being controlled by a lie. I've got two lines open if you want to talk with me, disagree with me, challenge me. Love to hear it. This is a free country. I'm praying for you. I need you to pray for me. It's a free country. We need to talk about it. Don't be afraid. 1-888-367-5329. 1-888-367-5329. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 